Hello friends, my name is Maximus and I'll be your dungeon master for the evening. I'd like to welcome you all to the 27th episode of Caches and Cantrips, where some of your favorite streamers play Dungeons and Dragons live on Friday nights. I'm joined by our wonderful cast of Bunny Dreadful, Mac and Cheese Please, Virtual Spectre, and Moobs Like Jagger from the GGN crew. I'm happy to roll dice with you all, and it's been uh, a long time. I feel like it's been years <laughs> since I've rolled a D20. Feels like that's true. <laughs> uh, so first of all, I kind of wanted to talk to you all about something. Get a little bit uh, on the serious side here before the game starts, because um, that's a good idea, right? But we're gonna have fun. It's gonna be great. Um, but so we had planned on not being uh, on the stream. Um, what was it? Two weeks ago on September 3rd. That was Labor Day weekend. Um, but last week, the last minute cancellation, I do apologize about that, but I wanted to at least talk about it and maybe, maybe it can help somebody else. Um, but the reason that we canceled last week is I had an absolute debilitating panic attack, probably an hour, two hours before the game. Uh, and Bun had to basically find me in my office <laughs> after that. Uh, but I'm good. Everything's fine. Um, I was telling the, the rest of the cast here that I was after I, you know, got things worked out uh, in the brain. Uh, I just sat in bed and read comic books. So <laughs> that's a that's a nice alternative to a, a Friday. But which is a good remedy for lots of problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miles, the Miles Morales Spider-Man runs great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what I wanted to say is just kind of uh, maybe raise awareness and just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Uh, make sure that um, that you're good because if if uh, you're not good, then I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but make sure that you're doing okay <laughs> and take time for yourself is what I'm really trying to say. And if you need some help, ask somebody. Um, and remember, it's difficult right now for everybody mm -hmm. around the globe because of the situation we're all in with the pandemic. So even if you think you're okay, it doesn't hurt to kind of check in with yourself because um, mm -hmm. that stuff can really sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, we're here tonight. We're ready to roll some dice, and I'm really excited. Um, I would like to take the chance to say thanks to everybody for supporting the channel. I really appreciate you all being here and watching us play our little D&D &D game. Um, I'm pretty excited for tonight, uh, depending on how things go. So we'll see. And also, thanks, everybody, for, you know, watching on YouTube, watching the uh, or listening. I guess you can't watch a podcast kind of but listening to the podcast i appreciate all everybody supporting uh and Not then with that attitude <laughs> i guess you could watch the bar kind of fill up as, as the episode goes along yeah. um <laughs> but um yeah and thanks to everybody you know that's supporting us yeah, on but patreon if you're not watching you're missing vs stuff his face with shawarma oh, yeah. right now so you're De missing out i'm delicious just like you know. um, <laughs> sorry it looks so good <laughs> but i'm not um, eating it right because it'd be too messy if i tried to eat it as a rat but sorry yes. yeah yeah but anyway um yeah if you're interested go check out our patreon and you can get some cool things like getting the podcast or the actual vod early and for our platinum tier, you can actually create an NPC that is in the game. And uh, we actually have one now. Um, I'll let you know when they come up, but it's actually a pretty cool Ooh. experience. And I had uh, I had fun um, kind of making an NPC um, with one of our patrons. And it was a cool experience to kind of let somebody have the wheel and the creative control and kind of mold it around the world. But anyway, well, without any um, further of me rambling, I guess, uh, let's go ahead and uh, settle in for tonight's episode of Casters and cantrips.
our story last left off in the aftermath of Sweet Justice's first encounter with the undead on the battlefield east of Barrowden. They waited a few moments to get their bearings and saw a faint purple glow further towards the middle of the battlefield. There would be an occasional flash and then it would dissipate. Shortly after, the group heard shouting and fighting in the distance. While uh, they went to go investigate, they saw a dwarven soldier trying to fend off a group of undead. One of the creatures bore a tabard of a golden harp on a blue field. The party intervened to save the soldier from the attack, and they were able to defeat the creatures in the process. After the battle, Ron was able to recover Lady Genevieve Atwood's banner from the undead. And they also learned that the soldier that was trying to fend off the undead's name was Burnus Dufton. And he was in the process of deserting from the Ram Crown Army. And they learned that Vantis was the one who started the war uh, with Ram Crown in an effort to restore the Empire of Old. Unfortunately for Sweet Justice, Burnus didn't really know what was causing the dead to rise, but he did see the purple fog in the battlefield. After some short conversation and Ron healing him after the battle, he thanked the group and went on his way. After a brief rest following the skirmish, they continued onward towards this purple light. As they got closer, they realized it wasn't a fog at all that was creating the purpleness. Purpleness? That's a word. Uh, but a purple light was coming from an array of symbols on the ground that was refracting off of the fog, causing it to glow. They also observed a ghostly apparition emerge from the symbols. After Vin hurled a bolt of fire uh, at the emerging creature, the battle was on. Despite encountering a wraith and other undead foes, Sweet Justice was ultimately able to turn the tides of battle in their favor. Towards the end of the encounter, the group saw a flash of orange light behind them as an undead skeletal figure appeared and stepped through a magical doorway. Much to the party's surprise, this skeletal figure began attacking the remainder of their enemies. After a tense moment after the battle, the ancient undead entity suggests that their goals were currently aligned with the groups, and Vin agreed to help the entity disable the magical symbols on the ground. They then introduced themselves as Ophiar Zasim, who was formerly a wizard of the Empire, who broke the land around his tower to form an island, and thus separating himself from the Vantis Kingdom. After voicing some possible theories as to who or what created the symbols, Ophiar returned back to his tower after raising a couple dozen of undead around him for his own uses. When the group was finally alone after completing their mission, Risa was quick to tell the group that she found out that Baron Vos Creel was given a castle as well as an estate. She believed that this castle was the keep located in Tustin. The party then decided to head back towards Barrowden. That is where we will begin our story this evening. Quite a long recap, but yeah, I think y'all learned a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, so, that was a 
thank God for your recaps because two weeks has been a long time. Uh, yeah, I forgot 90% of that and I feel uh -huh. really bad because I usually take notes, but you're welcome. Not last time I didn't. <laughs> so um, we, as the group kind of makes their way back to Barrowden, um, as you were in the middle of the night when you were there on the way back, you ride about a day's worth of riding from the battlefield back to the town and you arrive back into Barrowden um, just about as night falls on the city and one thing that you do notice um, almost immediately that a sizable amount of these soldiers that were on the outskirts of the city um, that had made various tents were packing up their temporary lodgings outside the city. Um, at your best guess, roughly a third of the troops are preparing to leave the city. What do you do? Does it look like they're deserting or they're got new orders? There's like people ordering around or everyone just like walking away all depressed. It looks like that this is kind of an organized preparation of maybe some new orders, some new directions that part of the army is going towards. Uh, oh, what's his, what's his name? I look for Darwin. Darwin's in this mix. Gotcha. Anywhere? Um, Darwin? okay. Which one was that? Do you remember that? I don't remember that either. <laughs> no taking. Darvin's the young soldier. Darvin was the oh, recipient the of, we looking for of his Ron Cop Sexy Cop. Yeah. Leader. <laughs> I'm sorry, a, that's why I don't remember him. I was very focused on the other He was very, uh, very enthralled by uh, Vin. <laughs> that was amazing. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> that's our new go-to every time. Yeah, so cop, if you would cop. like to uh, look for uh, Darwin, specifically. Um, just go ahead and just make an investigation check. Let's see if he's among the troops there. Okay, minus one. One. Gotcha. Nice. From what you see here, uh, you don't notice him in the uh, kind of large gathering of troops packing things up. Um, but there are other places to look that you've been. Vin, can you use your very loud voice to yell for Darwin? Darwin! Okay. Darwin! That's, oh, that's loud. That's loud. That's, oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. Dardar! <laughs> so, as you kind of spend some time kind of Do looking. Dexter, that's how he'll know it's you. <laughs> Darwin! Very, very good. Very good. Yes. Very good. Okay, so as you uh, start yelling for Darvin in uh, various different pitches and inflections, um, <laughs> eventually you run into some soldiers that uh, that, that tell you that um, Darvin usually hangs out at one of the taverns, and you could probably find him there. Oh, I guess we'll go to the same tavern we saw him last. Yeah, so um, you can head on over to, if I remember correctly, Let's see. Nope, it's not going to be in there. That's the wrong city. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so you head on over to um, 
the Lying Llama. And as you kind of enter uh, into this tavern, it's still pretty crowded. Um, whereas last time I told you, it's like on that Saturday of a convention or PAX where everything's just shoulder to shoulder. Uh, it's still pretty crowded, but it's more like Sunday. I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this. Oh, Sunday is okay, but everyone is really hungover and tired. So it's, uh, you know, trade off. So the soul, so so the bar in the bar is really packed. Still, still popping. It's kind of like that. Yeah, it's it's not totally shoulder to shoulder everywhere in the city streets, since some of the soldiers are kind of packing but the up. But still, a it's still lot. over capacity okay, okay. of what it normally is. Hmm. To the front of the bar, or see if Darwin's still stupering away. Well, they look for Darwin. I'm going to get us some drinks. Uh, I'm not getting alcoholic drinks. I'm just getting us all like some nice tea or something, you know. So. Yeah, so you kind of scan around um, in the bar and, and you find um, in a similar spot last time that you found him, uh, which I believe is maybe a different bar, but that's okay. Or tavern, I should say. You see Darvin kind of there um, nursing his ale just like before, sitting at a, uh, a seat at the bar. You hear some other uh, rowdy people in the background, but he's really just not paying attention to any of them. Um, uh, hello, Darvin. We have returned. And uh, he kind of jumps when you say his name and looks over uh, and sees you all minus Bryn while she's getting something to drink. And he goes, oh, um, hello, how are you? Um, how are you doing? Um, did, oh. did you find it? Yeah, perhaps we should uh, go outside. There's not much room in this tavern. All right, yeah, well, we can do that. And he, um, he goes to grab his drink. And the bartender goes, oh, you can't take that with you. And he's like, I'm sorry. And just kind of puts it behind the counter and shuffles out. <laughs> and you make uh, your way outside of, outside of the tavern. Brid will be outside. Well, okay. We'll be back. Don't worry. But, uh, Want to drink uh, all of their tea then? <laughs> I think uh, Valken will probably stay behind with Brim. Okay. So Darwin follows uh, Vin and Ron outside the tavern for a little more quieter atmosphere for conversation. We uh, sad news with we found your lady and uh, she was walking with the uh, undead, but we were able to retrieve the tavern. Well, I am. Um, I expected that she um, fell in battle, but um. I was hoping that wasn't the case, but and you see kind of his eyes start to well up uh, in some in tears. Um, um well, um, if you have the banner, I'll do my duty, then take it back to a family. It is the least you can do. He kind of looks at the at the banner still in, in decent shape, um, kind of unfurls and sees the family's uh, crest on it and neatly folds it, puts it into his pack. Um, well, um, I guess I'll be leaving in the morning then um, to take this back. Um, is, is there anything that I can, that I can do for you? Um, I, I don't know how to repay you. This means a lot to me and it'll mean a lot to family. 
be honest, Darwin, I, I, uh, Ron does not believe you can do anything for us. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Um, you uh, can uh, spread the word that uh, Sweet Justice is the number one adventuring group that uh, if they need to hire, just let them know. Contact Sweet Justice at the Order of Iberus in Tustin. Oh, oh all right. Um, I'll, I'll do that. I, I like to flip out a business card and I just like flick it at him. <laughs> Take one of your, uh, one of your pamphlets. Um, yeah, yeah, actually, it's like in my like bosoms, and so I'm just like digging and like flicking. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like, oh, meanwhile, at oh, the bar, I'm like talking to VS. I'm like, you know what? If we got like a like a keep, like a place that was our own home place, we could call it Sweet Justice, like S U I T E. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very good. I'm very smart. I'm very smart. Yeah. Thank you. I think I understand. Uh, also, um, <clears throat> who's BS? Well, I got you some tea. <laughs> so it sounds great. It, it sounds great. I like the idea. Mm, very good. So Darwin's kind of like eyes wide, like deer in the headlights, and he just is like holding on to this like little pamphlet business, you know, card on some parchment, and it's just like. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'll um. I'll I'll tell everybody uh, about this. Um. Quick question for you all to the players: What is on this pamphlet, and what exactly does it say? Oh, it definitely says something about the Order of Iberus, because you know, like we are uh, doing our job properly. But then I'm pretty sure Vin probably wrote some shit in with crayon. Rude. I, I assumed it was uh, just all of us stick figure form and then just hand wrote Order of Iberus Sweet Justice and there's like mm. a lollipop in the background on both <laughs> ends. And uh, yes. <laughs> also, the, the the pamphlets probably look like they've been cut fighter at some point. They're very wrinkly. Yeah, they're very wrinkly and the edges are all burnt up. It's like when you're in like middle school and you're, and you're like doing art projects, you'd like, you know, burn the edges and like wrinkle it up to make it look old yeah. and like cool yeah, looking. Yeah, like you're trying to make a treasure map. Gotcha. It's a middle school thing. That is just like a really good crafting technique. I don't know what you're talking and about. And stain it with some coffee. Yeah, there you go. Hey, hey, I feel very attacked right now as the resident artist. <laughs> so he takes it goes, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll tell everybody. Um, I'll put in a good word for you all. Um, with the Atwood family as well, and I'll give them one of these. Oh, very, very kind of you. Oh, and we, Lady Guinevere has been laid to rest, so her soul is set free. Thank you so much. Um, that will be good to hear. Oh, <laughs> and we took care of zombie problems, so if you wish to retrieve her body. Oh. What's left of it? Oh. Um, I... All right, thank you. Um, I don't know if they'd want to see her in um, a condition. That might be a bit much, um, but the banner, that, that will do. Oh, okay. If you have any more zombie issues, uh, burning works, just so you know. All right. I plan to never come back here the rest of my life. Uh, um, <clears throat> unless the crown demands my service, of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Well, if you if you wish to not be a soldier anymore, you can always apply to work at our order. You know, toughen you up a little. Well, yeah, but they're always looking for like uh, janitors and like cafeteria workers and like, you know, somebody to do laundry and sort mail. So, you know, there's like lots of positions you'd be very qualified for. So as you emerged, you know, um, somehow slipping out with your drinks that you got <laughs> without the bartender yelling at you and you're sipping your tea. He goes, oh, um, I'll have you know, ma'am, that, um, that I am due to be promoted to squire. Um, as soon wait, as I can. Wait, wait, I thought you were a squire. Um, no, I'm a page. Uh, like, I'm wait, going to be, I'm going run. to be a squire. Well, I wasn't, wait, Ron, what is the difference between page and uh, squire? Uh, Ron, make a um, make a history check for me. We don't have that Twitter. I am uh, come from. We just you are either a warrior or you are useless. These are all uh, six uh, history. Well, let me take a look here. Minus one, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, so you kind of with some context clues. There's no like hierarchical system like that in your village, um, but you would kind of associate it however you'd like to flavor it. Uh, how it relates to your village and their structure. Mm, so Paige is like small child. And you you take small child and you give child bow and arrow to train and teach child how to hunt. Then mm. that is Paige. Then uh, Squire is like child now, not child, but not adult, middle. See, this is why I do not understand these southern folk. When I was, uh, like five, they were like, here is a dagger, go kill a wild boar. And, uh, you know, you're, now you are promoted to, a uh, warrior. The end. It is not, it's not complicated. I don't understand. Why do they overcomplicate? Uh, it is, it is like, um, training, essentially. Yes, you, you trained small to become, learn to use bow, then uh, and then you use bow, and then you become hunter. They should hire me to uh, train new recruits. That's what I think. They will mm. uh, fix this whole problem for them. They will have a full army ready in five days. I'm not sure they will have lots of people come back if you just give them knife and send them into forest. Yeah, but you know, like the ones that do come back, they're worth like 10 of other ones, so it's okay. Mm, good point. Mm -hmm. Okay, so good luck learning to Squire. Oh yeah, you. Bye, good luck. <laughs> uh, you. What's his name? Darwin. Darwin. Good luck. So Darwin kind of stands there and just kind of looks at Ron explain how he's essentially a child and doesn't know anything. <laughs> And he's just like, um, I want to turn in for the night. Long, <laughs> lots, uh, just lots of road future enemy, I travel. So. Um, um, bye. Um, he looks at Vin. Thank you so much for the pamphlet. I'll tell everyone I know. I promise. Uh, good night. And he just kind of shuffles back into the uh, tavern. I wonder if he will smell it. <laughs> oh, but thank you for tea, Brit. <laughs> How did you get out of the tavern with drink? When Darwin tried to uh, leave with ale, the bartender uh, yelled at him. About tea, like <clears throat> honestly, bartender, when I ordered tea, sort of gave me a really weird look. Like, uh, 
You've got to be kidding me, so I don't really think they care. Oh, okay. So we get the free mug. Uh... Yeah. Oh. I suppose so, yeah. All right, hey, you're welcome. Much. Sorry. Question. We came from the battlefield and we were just getting back to town. Yes. So we're still soaking wet, muddy, bloody. Oh, yeah. Terrified. Uh-huh. Okay. Y'all haven't I, had I a rest so. yet. You rode through the I, night to Aragon and it's nighttime there now. I'm fine. Oh, Ron, and is the. Uh, could use some sleep and medicine. <laughs> yeah. I need a. Warm Wait, you need medicine? I have uh oh no, you already drank from tonic. It's yeah. not advised to drink from tonic twice in one day. Most mortal beings cannot handle. Oh, um just yes, we take a good night's sleep, Ron will be fine. Okay, okay, okay. We need to find an inn. Did we stay in this town before? We didn't, we camped out because it was booked you solid. We camped outside, yeah. But it's less booked solid now because people are leaving. Mm-hmm. Um so Risa kind of um, pipes up. Um, uh, I I have um the room for the well, um the rest of the week, the next two nights. Um, oh. so you know you can stay with me if you want, or um you could you know stay out um in in well outside again. Well, if you're sure is okay, is no trouble. We'd like to stay with you. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, much better than uh, you know, outside town. Okay, it yeah. would be nice to sleep inside for once. Also, Vin and I are very good at braiding hair if you'd like your hair braided before we mm-hmm. uh, go to sleep. So we've been practicing. Yeah, oh, it's true. You can do a, they call it a, uh, like a French braid. I don't know this term French. It seems oh, oh, like um, nonsense. Like a, um, like a fringe, fringe braid? I think it's like a finch, like finch, and then it got changed over time. Inch. Like a bird. Like it's, it's like an inch, like a Oh, uh, it, like oh, oh, okay, yeah. A mantis braid. <laughs> oh, no, we don't like no. No, no, Some, no, no. I've never oh. had my hair braided before, so um. Oh, all right, let's get to work. Okay, let's go. Okay, um, well, um, we gotta We're go this give way because this is hair of her dreams. <laughs> um, well, we gotta go that way because uh, this is well, it's the wrong tavern. <laughs> oh, that's right. So she um, heads out and then heads back over to the stag and the page, um, which is also kind of busy. This one's a little rowdier than the other one. Um, and as you kind of enter the, the bar, you see that there's quite a, a, a large um, kind of gathering of some Vantus soldiers, like blowing off some steam, um, kind of sitting around for a little while and like not having any stuff to do is kind of taking their toll on them. So they're um, getting their frustrations released in various ways of uh, rowdiness <laughs> in the tavern. Um, so you make your way into the stag in the page and uh, you see someone. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. Commander Hagrid? <laughs> yes. So uh, you see Commander Hagrid Golbrock uh, pretty sloshed. Um, with a big mug of ale and he's got um, froth kind of um, in his beard and he's drinking and he's like, all right, lads, you may as well just fucking drink all night because we're dead anyway, aren't we? 
Ain't got enough soldiers to guy. hold this place. Got ain't got enough soldiers to hold the fucking bridge. What done? And he's just drinking and being just an ass. Shit. He's the guy we met last time in this place, right? He is the commander of the ground troops in Barrowden. And he's basically they're chipping out and he thinks they're all dead. Maybe we can. And he's the commander. So that's kind of by... a good deal, right? Maybe we can get by without him noting us. us. I feel like maybe we want him to notice us. These soldiers about to be sent to their death. I do not approve of this, you know? Mm. I mean, but they start the war, so it is their I fault. Well, the soldiers did not fight war. And here's the thing. I swore oath to uh, help people who need help, you know? Oh, you want to give pep talk? Uh, no, I thought maybe more like I just buy them round of drinks, you know, like that was like thinking is help. Oh, well, he did order his troops to get drunk more. So I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. is that. Yeah, that is helpful. Yeah. Uh, uh, barkeep, I would like to order a round of drinks for these short to be dead tomorrow soldiers. And I'm saying this very loudly because Bryn is uh, not real good at being subtle. Gotcha. So you see the um, kind of average sized uh, half elf um, man behind the counter and he's like, all right, um, drinks for ever a whole round. Well, how much would that be? Estimate. You kind of you see him like look and like start counting. Um, let's don't have that much gold, but I have some gold. Let's, let's just be honest with each other. What is it, your least expensive alcohol? Let's just call it um, five gold for the whole tavern, and that will keep them going. Done. All right. Uh, appreciate it. I will get that started. Um, and he kind of says, all right, everyone, a whole round on the lady here. Uh, everyone, no, thank uh, the lady. Uh, 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 things to order a Vibiridus. If any of you survive the oncoming war, it is doubtful, but if you survive, you could sign up. We have pamphlets. And you kind of hear um, the commander's like, that's right, we're all fucked anyway. Oh, look, it's it's the fucking uh, heroes here to save the day. Um, oh, we did save day. We, we uh, took care of zombie problem. Oh, that's true. Perfect. This, we're not gonna get eaten. We're gonna get trampled by Ram Crown. Hooray! And, like falls back in his chair. This is uh, most awkward. Ron is very uncomfortable. Hmm. Oh. I mean, this is what is to be part of uh, army, no? Hmm. Let Let Ron try talking to Captain Commander. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Commander uh, Hedgrin, mm. it is uh, your responsibility as commander to well, lead two of you. a good example. Uh, there's just one run. Mm -hmm. I like hold up two fingers. How many fingers you see? He, he reaches it at a set of fingers that is not there. A lot. <laughs> Perhaps talking right now would not be best. You will not remember any of this. 
What? We just take another sip. Um. Uh, good day, Commander. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He takes another big swig and just kind of gets foam all in his beard. Is it? Aren't they marching tomorrow? They should not be this drunk. And he holds his cup out. He's like, "What fucked? What fucked? What fucked? What fucked?" And slams his bug down. What fucked? And just drinks again. There's a couple of them that are like cheering and like slamming the table. Ron busts out his flute, just like does a little ditty with those lyrics. Make <laughs> a performance check for me. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is uh, just charisma, correct? Uh, fifteen. And he's like, ah! and he starts singing it again with you and like sloshing <laughs> ale um, everywhere. And people are just being generally rowdy and stupid. Anything else you'd like to do down in the bar before you head up? Nope, I think we're good here. <laughs> nope. Yep. And you kind of turn to find the, the stairs upward and you see Risa just kind of holding a drink. Uh, and she's like, oh, someone gave me this. Uh, and just like puts it on a table <laughs> and then tries to walk away through the crowd. And uh, you make it upstairs and you kind of go to the second floor and go all the way to the end. And if you all remember correctly, that Risa uh, ended up buying a suite. Um, so right. you walk into this very finely furnished um, room. Uh, nothing to hold a candle at, at some of uh, Vantis or Falchier's. Um, kind of upper class rooms, but for this area, I mean, it's nice. You have a whole uh, living area with some seating and a lounge, um, you know, a nice bookshelf with just some odd, you know, books um, of of fiction and such. Um, and then a whole nother room um, with like a equivalent to like a king sized bed. Um, when there's some lanterns lit in the room. Okay, um, this is a uh, room. Um, you can, you know, stay wherever you want. Um, I can, you know, I can sleep in one of the chairs. Um, some of you look pretty tired. Oh. No, uh, we are guests, so you, you sleep in bed. Ron will sleep on rug. Okay. Well, we have, uh, we have bed rolls and such, so it is Ron is no too problem. big for bed anyways. It's true. He'll probably break it. No offense, Ron. Oh, no, Ron's break many beds. It's, it's fair. Um, okay. Could, um, uh, braid your hair before bed? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am ready. Um, yeah, yeah. Please, please do. Um, just, um, and she kind of pulls her hood down. Just, um, watch out for the feathers. That's why no one's ever, you know. You'll be very careful of feathers. Okay. okay. No Cause problem. they're attached. Well, do they ever fall out? Like, okay. you know how sometimes you chase a goose and it loses like feather or two? Um, sometimes, but they'll grow back. Well, what, what do you do with the ones that, like, fell out? Are they, like, magic? Oh, I don't or know. Like, I, uh... I just throw them away. Well, oh. you should not throw away. Ron just takes off his armor in his full loincloth mode and just passes out <laughs> on the floor. I was going to say, well, Ron can that happened. take all the stuff off except for his unders and tries to find some place to dry him and then just plops down. <laughs> Okay, Ron's so already snoring. Passed out in their undies, and the girls are all braiding <laughs> hair. Gotcha. Who's gonna yeah, braid Reese's hair? 
me and Vin are we're we're tag teaming it. I would like, like we're doing some very complicated shit. I would like both of you to make Our a hands uh, are like this. Uh, slide a hand check. Oh shit. Valerie well, is about to be fucked up. Slide <laughs> of hand. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, jeez. Okay. God. Three. A three. Oh, jeez. Natural one. What's, what's your total? For slide of hand? Does it matter if it's a natural one? I guess it does. Uh, three. So three. Okay, so a three. Um, and and she's kind of sitting there on the bed and like really excited. Um, and you know it's one of those situations where, um, like your parents are doing your hair like your your grand like your grandparents are, and they're like pulling, and she's like, oh okay, oh ow, okay, oh this kind of hurts. Okay, and you're just kind of like pulling, and like it's like a tight like braid. Um, and you all finish and you successfully braid her hair, but it's uneven. Like the braids don't line up. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Uh, and she goes, oh, how, okay. Um, how does it look? Oh, it looks beautiful. Really good. Did our best. It's so good. Wow. Thank you so, so much. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. keep it in as long as I can. Oh God. Okay. Well, maybe okay. Darwin would like it too. Nope. Oh, I'm tired. I sleep now. I'm just gonna like immediately like roll over and sleep. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, well, you know, do you think it would, well, it would stay long enough for me to get back to, um, to Icegarth or Icegarth? Well, I mean, it's braided, so it will stay as long until you take it out, but it won't look as good as it does now. Oh, I was. Um, the longer you keep it in. Well, I was gonna. You know, take your advice and like try and have a conversation with Yorlis, maybe, um, and actually say words to him. Yeah. So, um, how long until you talk to him? Um, as soon as I get back to Icegarth, I was just gonna, you know, get back into town and then just go find him immediately. Right. Um, how many days from this current day? Like, like when do you plan on leaving us? Oh. Um. Well, I. I'm not heading heading out in the morning. Hmm. Okay. Well, depending on how you sleep on it, maybe we'll uh, rebraid it. I don't know. Just a thought. But it looks pretty good. Okay. Um. Well, thanks. Um. Good night. And she's like beaming and like super like happy right now, and and just like so excited to you know have friends and talk and like have braided each other's hair. It's like, okay. Um. I'll you know see you in the morning. Um. And well. Um, I, well, I get up pretty early, so if you're not, I'll just, you know, let you sleep. Um, okay, good night. And she just kind of, you know, gets ready for bed and like, you know, kind of puts her hood over her head to like try and protect the braids and like lays down oh. gently on them and. Wake me up before you leave, okay? Okay. All right. Anything else you all like to do before bed? I like little memes. <laughs> okay um I, I feel worse than when we've like accidentally killed people like somehow this is worse like she's kind of talked to your loss she looked like she just got out of bed she's gonna like, look awful it's he's gonna be like what the fuck are you smoking it's fine we didn't do it on it would be cruel if we did it on purpose we tried our best 
<laughs> okay. Um, so everyone kind of settles and tries to like dry their clothes as much as they can, you know, um, kind of get everything back to, um, travel shape. Um, you all lay down and, and, uh, bed down for the night. And so after a hard fought battle against groups of undead, uh, and a day's worth of travel back to Barrowden, uh, fatigue kind of starts to heavily set in. Um, for you all, um, Ron, your muscles ache and your eyelids fall heavy. And you quickly fall asleep for what seems like hours and hours and hours. And you open your eyes expecting it to be morning and the sun's rays kind of entering into the room, waking you up. But when your eyes open, you are in the same large circular chamber that was built from mossy stone with trees, roots, and vines stretching above the, the walls, making a domed ceiling with that large open skylight in the middle of the room. You see a similar large gathering of armored knights in the room, some once again seated at this large table fixed in the center. Others talking in small groups. You see the similar group of knights talking about themselves, wearing one with a blue tabard, uh, with an oak tree by a large blue lake, one with a red tabard with autumn leaves falling, and one with a black tabard with a large oak tree in the dead of winter after it has shed its leaves. And they are talking amongst themselves once again as you seemingly appear in this room. Does this place look similar from when Ron was with Twig in the Feywild? You didn't see anything like this specifically um, since you just got a glimpse. Uh, it's not outside the realm of possibility. It's, it's weird enough to be like that, if that makes sense. Uh, uh, Ron will approach the three knights. Gotcha. And they're, and they're just kind of talking, uh, amongst the cell or amongst themselves. And as you kind of walk up, they just turn to look at you with, um, their helms fully closed, not seeing any features at all other than their armor. They just look at you. Why, why does Ron would keep returning here? What is this place? The knight in blue tabard kind of looks to you and says, Well, why wouldn't you be here, Ron? What is this place? Why do Ron return? And you can't see any features behind this helmet. Uh, and they pause for a moment. Well, of course, this is a place blessed by Sylvanas himself. You are here because you are supposed to be here. Just furrows his brow and rubs his beard. 
what what is it that you do? What is your name? I serve Sylvanas, of course. My name is not important. What I do is you. You restore balance? Yes. In a way. In my own way. We all walk our paths differently. But all strive to end in the same area, if that makes sense. Our journey is different, but our destination is the same. So Ron needs to forge Ron's own path. That's all you can do. We can't tell you how to serve Sylvanas. That is between you and the Oak Father. And do you know, know what creature has destroyed Ron's village? The thing I seek to hunt? There's silence. Staring back at you. No answer. Speak. Speak to Ron. And Ron tries to reach out to the Blue Knight to see if I can like, shake his shoulders. Yeah, so you shake um, their shoulders and and they're, you know, jostled um, as you're trying to shake them, but they just don't answer that question. Maybe they don't have an answer. Maybe they're not supposed to. Well, Ron just like looks up and is like, uh, Oak Father, speak to Ron. Why do you summon Ron? The knight in the red tabard says to you, Why do you not know why you're here? Does the Oak Father not tell you why you're being summoned? Oak Father only asks Ron to restore the balance. And have you done that? No. Then I suppose that's all you can do. But, um... There's, there's no guidance. The I, Ron has no way, no path to follow. So many questions, no answers. Perhaps that time has come. And you hear the room sort of go silent. It was there was just conversation and just a low drone of of chatting amongst the different knights in the room. They all go quiet, and they turn to face the area where the large table is. And as you turn around, as you face them to converse, you see a large creature uh, enter into the chamber um, from an enormous doorway on the opposite side that you didn't notice before. Maybe it wasn't there before. As they enter the room, you can see that this creature easily stands 
12, 15 feet tall. Its body is made entirely of wood and bark, lichen dots the uh, their skin. Moss hangs from their extremities and from its face, almost like a strange beard of sorts. As it walks in towards the edge of the table, you can see that it holds an enormous two-handed maul. It's entirely made of wood, and you see brambles and branches and thorns coalesce and wrap themselves around each other to form the head of the weapon. And it stands at the table, looking out into the crowd of knights and points at you with their branch-like arm and fingers and says, Ron, step forward. Your time has come. Ron moves forward. You make your way kind of around this table and you just feel it's that feeling. Everyone is looking at you. Everyone is fixated on you as you make your way through the crowd in, in this room and you see all of the the helmeted heads just turning to face you and you stand before this enormous creature. Nearly, I believe, twice as tall as you, if I remember correctly. Almost. Uh, yep. And this creature looks down at you with a strange face formed out of bark and wood. And with their booming voice says to you, do you know who I am? You are the great Oak Father. In a way, yes. I am the avatar of the Oak Father. I speak when he wants me to speak. And you were sought out specifically. Kneel, Ron. Kneels. And he takes this enormous weapon and holds it in front of him with both hands. Are you ready? Ron is ready. And you see the maul raise up and brings it down with both hands, but not in a swinging motion, almost just letting gravity let the maul hit you on one shoulder. Not enough to do damage to you, but just so you feel the weight of this maul hit your shoulder. And he raises it up again and brings it down onto your other shoulder. And you feel a sensation kind of 
inside of not only your body, but also your spirit itself. You feel ancient, old magic flow through, flow through you. And at first it weighs heavily on you. And then as you become more accustomed to it, it becomes a part of you, almost like you can't imagine being without it. And the avatar of the Oak Father looks to you and says with their booming, booming voice, Rise, Ron. I bestow these gifts to you at the behest of the Oak Father directly. Oh, Ron is most honored as to receive such a blessing. As you are rising and as he was speaking these these kind of words almost ritualistic to you, you hear a voice in your head speaking. Not unlike the avatar, but one you've heard specifically in your dreams. Ron, I bestow these gifts upon you so that you can restore balance. The answers you seek lie where your journey began. You must restore the balance. This creature has resumed its rampage, resumed its onslaught, burned acres of our forests and villages. And this voice almost simultaneously comes to you and you find yourself risen off of the ground looking towards the avatar. And he says to you, do you understand where your journey takes you? Yes. Run is to vanquish this beast to restore balance. Everyone must return home. He stares at you and he turns the maul upside down where the heavy part is at the bottom and starts pounding the maul on the stone floor. And then you hear the rest of the knights hitting the table, the knights hitting the ground with their weapons until the whole hall is in unison then you wake up and it's morning and you look around you and the sun is shining through the window as you expected Risa is waking up Vin as she was instructed with awful hair and you can hear 
a pounding at the door outside. You, uh, hmm? Ron stumbles, quickly answers the door. It feels like it could be a night. You open dreams. the you open the door and um, you see a s small, comparatively to you, a uh, human man um, with what looks to be a tray of breakfast and he says oh morning um breakfast is ordered for the uh suite is there anything else that i can um get you all oh uh oh uh, oh ron just like covers his, his nips <laughs> <laughs> uh no that that will be all thank you ron will take the tray right all right thank you thank you and kind of backs away and all of you um wake up and you all get a long rest and level up to mm. level seven ron you now have the ability or have the aura of warding as blessed to you directly from the oak father nice what do you all, all do right, let's go fight something <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ron runs over to Bryn and just like shakes her to wake up. Oh, what, what, what? Oh, okay, Bryn, and I'm Bryn. like grabbing my weapon and my shield, and I'm like, uh, not, not yet, Bryn. Ron, Ron knows oh, what to do now. And ready. Ron, oh, Ron has oh. purpose. Ron knows how to restore balance. Oh, remember what? when Ron tell you Ron has these weird dreams about the big yeah. tree and night? And yes, mm -hmm. Ron, Oak Father, speak to Ron. Ron knows what to do now. We must go quickly. Uh, what to do about what? To restore the balance, the beast that okay. that destroyed Ron's village. It it oh, is it is back. The beast. Yes, we have we'll to go back. Destroy it, and we are going to mount its head on our wall and spit on it every day. Let's go. Oh, this, this is good news. Ron Ron was blessed by the gods. So well, Ron is blessed. Ron. Okay, no, this sure, is gods, whatever. But uh, you you know where the beast is. We we must return to Ron's village. Oh, we're going north. Yes. Well. Yeah, okay. I mean, we could, uh, you know, if we yeah, were going we... north, we could stop by and see my babas too. So, like, uh. Oh, yeah, yes. Help us with Run. some of our, uh, situations, you know. We have lots of confusing things that are very smart. Ron is very interested to meet your babas. They will, uh, like you, I, I hope. Uh, they're not, uh, how to say. Let's just not get any hopes up, you know what I mean? Like, uh, have no expectations, this is best. Oh, and Risa. Everyone oh, turns to um, Risa. Yeah. It looks at her hair. What is... What happened to your hair? Oh, um, it's braided. Let me fix it, let me fix it. Uh... Oh. The night ruined it, let me... Oh, yeah, oh, you slept on it, really it is hard. all wrong. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Honey, honey. Rockin's, uh this still out happens. cold, by the way. <laughs> He's still sleeping. I tried to help well, fix it, but I rolled a four, so that's Valken <laughs> doesn't sleep, but you're just I'm meditating sorry, and trancing. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, he's just kind of like chilling. So I rolled uh, a natural 20 and we oh, got so yeah. 21, baby. Let's go. Yeah, you you fix the braid and it looks immaculate. It looks fantastic. Um, it's uh, excellent work. They're they're even. Each each braid is just perfectly spaced apart. Um, 
Oh, thanks for um fixing it for me. Um, yeah, okay. no problem. Go um, get you your mans. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, here you go. Um, I was gonna, you know, I'm, we're out of the rain now, but uh, here. And she gives you like a large like binder of like loosely put together paperwork. Uh, this is everything that I found. Um, on, um, on uh, the Baron Voss Creel. Um, and you know, um, the research that led to me thinking that um that the the keep is is the one in Tustin. Um, and here's. You know why I think that and here's some of the excerpts of some writings I had to dig for and like some letters and things um here and she just like hands you this big um binder essentially a binder full of like I take the binder. Oh, thank you Arisa right um oh is any, anything else um that I can answer um do you, do you know about Sylvanas the god um, I'm, well, I mean, I know of, the, of them, yeah. Uh, there's three images Ron sees. There's the, there seems to be many, how do you say, uh, depictions of the Oak Father, but one is like a tree by a lake. Other is like a dead tree in winter. And the third one is red of autumn. But Ron has the green acorn. But do you know the meaning of these? Um. Not really. I mean, I know who you know Sylvanas is, and, but I I don't. You're not someone that I worship. Sorry. Perhaps you can find information at your library. Anything on night, uh, the Knights of Sylvanas. Sure, yeah, um, I'll, I'll look into that. Okay, thank you. Mm hmm All right, um, oh, um, did you, um, did you find anything at the, uh, at the estate while you were there, by the way? Oh, yes, Rowan has, um, this blueprint of castle oh. you want to look at. Ron pulls it out, and then we have a uh, tapestry. Oh, but, oh. Uh, yeah, yes. A secret door. But Lord Thornsbury, Thornsby, who is owner of Manor now, which is very strange. I did not oh. know you can just take a home and say it's yours. It's very awkward. Oh yeah, that doesn't seem like it should be like legal. But I mean, what do I know? I don't have a house, so or money, really, some money. Uh, yes, they they were living there and he showed us everything. Oh. But there was a big golem hiding in the keep when we oh, no. opened the kick door, uh, kick down with his wall. And this giant uh, golem came out and attacked us. Uh, Iron Defender, I think it's called. So oh. I don't know if you saw anything like that in your notes and research. No, I, no, I did not. I, I would have warned you, I promise. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, she looks over the blueprints. She's like, oh yeah, a lot of this is kind of faded, but um, well, I guess it's better than nothing. Um, well, I, I guess I can ride with you all back to Tustin, but I really have to get back to Isgarth, so I can't stay. Oh, okay, that we shall. Yes, Ron is. Ron has purpose now, and we sh we shall leave soon. Okay. Um, if you all. Look into our chat. You will see several pages of blueprints. 
Okay. Whoa. This is the house we were in. These are the blueprints for the uh, castle keep. Oh, what's that? Okay. Boy. <laughs> so it looks same to run. <laughs> well, they're very similar, Ron, but you see there there are words like writing. Oh, oh, yes. This one says like east wing, this one says north wing, this one says south wing, there's like okay. an armory. Yes. Uh or mm -hmm. what is or oratory? Oratory, what is this word? What does this mean? Oh, um an oratory is like a like a very small like place of like private, you know, worship or reverence, usually to a god oh. or gods. Like a little shrine, okay. Uh, what is undercroft? Undercraft, undercroft. Oh, that's like um, like it's built underneath a castle and it usually has like raised oh. vaulted ceilings and they you know put things there to kind of preserve oh, them yeah, so they don't in your like storerooms. So... Okay, okay, okay. Uh huh. What about no? The rest of armory. I really understand this. Uh, bed chambers make sense in the north wing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's Okay. What was the first thing? Can you discern any secret passage or something? Oh, it's very, it's very like, very simple, right? Yeah, uh, it looks like some kind of early drawings from my, um, well, my guess, pretty decently preserved, assuming how old they are. Um, but maybe that'll help. I don't, I don't know. I might have to puzzle piece them together. I don't know. So, essentially. Um, there are three floors in a cellar. Each floor has a north wing and a south wing, and they are labeled in the top right if you uh, embiggen them. So use them as much or as little as you like. Um, but hence, <laughs> um, believe morning now. I'm assuming you all are heading out. Yeah, I think we're headed towards Tunstan. Tustin, yep, you do have a contract to turn yep. in currently. Tustin. All right, sorry, I'm trying to pull up my map, but my game is being stupid. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, you make your uh, way out of Barrowden, crossing um, the essentially entire region or area of Vantis to get over to Tustin. You head back to the main road. Um, cross um, the area where you know four cross was where you began and there's the uh, bridge in the distance um, you make your way around Hammer Lake uh, and follow the road to Tustin um, normally it's about an eight day travel but for you all um, you're able to make it in about uh, six full days of uh, riding or so. And you make it to Tustin, um, assuming you go to the order first. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Gotcha, so you kind of um, make it there. It's, it's early evening. Um, by the time that you get there, it's a little past kind of uh, dinner time. There was no trouble on the road. I'm currently on the main roads of Vantis. Um, but you all, well, some of you may notice, let's see, at first, um, Ron and Valken, 
Um, well, actually, Vin, you'd notice first. Um, people are staring at all of you as you're riding through town. They're just kind of like looking at you. And when you look back, they look away and people are whispering to each other. Um, it's really, really strange. Um, but Say it to my face. Uh, is this as we're leaving Barrowden or as No, we're this entering? is when you enter as Tustin. In. Oh, uh... Oh, d- don't worry, everyone. Ron got blessed by uh, Sylvanas, so, uh, you know, they, they just look at Ron. They're looking at what? all of us. Not sure that's... Okay, you're right. That's exactly what's happening, Ron. Oh, but we are getting famous. Everyone knows Sweet Justice now, so maybe... That is why they are looking. Yeah, can we... They, uh... They don't look excited to see us, I don't think, though. And you wind your way through town and it's kind of the same thing all the way through and um, you make your way over to um, the Order of Iberus. You kind of open the door. People are finishing up dinner, um, you know, cleaning up the kind of great hall where everyone was eating at the at the time. And um, you can see, you know, the familiar faces um, kind of lining the area. You can see um, Taryn van kind of sitting at his like large chair at the end of the table um you can see uh, quentin kind of you know finishing up uh, uh, some food um and they're all talking and as you kind of open the door and, and you know make your way in um everyone kind of turns to look at you all and kind of they all look at you and then look uh back at Taryn. and he says oh um <laughs> yes um i Favorite adventurers, um, we need to talk. And that's where we'll take our break for tonight. Oh, snap. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so we will uh, see you all here in just a uh, few minutes. Go get some uh, snacks and some drinks uh, and uh, get your stretches in. And uh, we will see you here in just a few. BRB, everybody. (laughs) 